Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. You know, the best part of that whole conversation (laughs) with Dan and Seton and Fritzy. I was listening. I was in the car listening to that whole breakdown (laughs) of Dan saying, we can't do this. We can't do this. I bet you weren't expecting to hear my voice or see my face this morning, but Dan is a little under the weather. I don't know. There are some reports out there that maybe his uh, World Cup watch party got a little bit too aggressive. So I got the call uh, late last night from Paulie. To get in the big chair, which is awesome. Absolutely love my guys, the Danettes. I think most of you by now know me. I join the show every Monday. Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, and more importantly, noted World Cup soccer expert. That's why I we think call. that's really Paulie. Be honest. When you when when you found out Dan was under the weather, you thought, who do we know that can just nail an opening segment? talking about the USA's win over Iran. Who out there is truly a soccer expert? Right. Now, now do you want me to be honest, or do you want me to keep rolling with what you're going with right now? You're, yo, be you, honest. Yo, you know what's funny, Ross? You're you're the kind of guy who's perfect for this because you're not a day-to-day soccer guy, but anytime like USA is involved or it's a big match, I know you hunkered down last yesterday and watched this match. I know, I, I know you, and I know how much you love sports. Well, so there's a lot of different things to say about this, right? So number one, I'll have you know, I was on the Wyoming under eight, under 10, and under 12, Whoa, 18. Let's go. Okay. 18. Back in the 80s. Goalkeeper? Back in the 80s. And it was always a big debate. Is he center mid or is he center full? Okay. Because those were the bad positions where you put your big bad guy. Yeah. I thought soccer was fun. I loved it. I mean, until I played football, but that's a whole other story. But I will say this. Here's the other thing that's very cool. 
Do you know that Sick? I live in central Pennsylvania. I live 10 minutes from where Sick grew up. So it's such a big deal around here, Christian Pulisic and how well he's been able to play, which by the way, that he, he might've taken, let's just get this out there right now. Yeah. He might've taken the all time most valiant nut shot in the history of nut shots. That's why we booked you today, Ross. Let me tell you something. The minute Pulisic got hit in the nuts while scoring the monstrous goal, we said, no one knows groin humor except for Dan Patrick and us better than you. Listen, I know a lot of people that have taken some bad shots to the uh, the privates, the nether regions. we got to figure out how many different terms we can use to describe where Christian uh, Pulisic got hit. I, we're not going with pelvic bruise, okay? Not on this show. <laughs> That's medical. Not on my watch. We're not going with pelvic bruise, okay? But think about this. How bad do you have to get hit in the gonads to go to the hospital? <laughs> I mean, how bad? Look, I don't know why it hurts so much, but every guy listening knows there's no pain like that. There's no pain like getting hit in your boys down there. But that's like five, by the way. That's five different references I've already come up with. Respect. For that, okay? We're three minutes um, into the show and you've already hit five. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, so when you take a shot to the sack, that's six, like that. <laughs> I mean, Twig it takes the wind out of you. It, it makes you double over in pain. But who's going to the hospital? And what do you even say when you get to the hospital? That's, I'm dying to know, like, what, he, like, what did they examine? What did they scan? I, like, what, like did, they, did he get an MRI? I think, he got, I think he got an X-ray to see if he had, like, a broken pelvic bone or something like that. But initially when he went down, usually soccer players, when they score a goal, it's so rare, they just run around. And, you know, that felt like a real injury because he not only didn't get up, he was down for five or six minutes. Right, so here's my question. And Seton, I know you're the soccer guy because I listen and watch the show all the time. And by the way, I am one of those people in life, I freely admit the things I don't know, okay? So I, I, I admit my ignorance. I did not realize, Seton, that like they'll give you a couple minutes to be injured on the field and, and take care of you. But then after like a certain amount of time, I don't know how much time it is, they like push you off out of bounds <laughs> and then they just start the game. Yeah. And the coach is like looking down at the player and the trainer being like, what do you think? Like, should I sub a guy in? Right. right. Or is he going to be able to come back? And they just play like with 10 guys. The U.S. twice in that game played with 10 guys. Yep. And in my mind, if they gave up a goal in one of those two times, Seton, when they were. Yeah. Down a man, yeah. I would have lost my mind. Let me just tell you, if you play with 10 in the NFL, they're going to score a touchdown, probably. <laughs> like, especially if you do it for like multiple, like if they know ahead of time you only have 10 guys, that's a problem. So, Seton, I got a lot of questions. So, first question is, how much time are you allowed to like have on the field with the injury? Before they like push you off out of bounds and say, "Okay, we're just playing." Yeah, I don't know if it's a, like a set time, but the the referee will will move you along. Like it's uh, depending on. There's sometimes where if it's a head injury, the game has to stop and you have to check out the person's head. But other ones, it's sort of like, "All right, man, you good?" Because either you have to get up and walk off on your own, or the stretcher's coming out and they're carrying you. But we got a game to get on. 
So, yeah, and I don't know that there's necessarily a set time, but it's a very real thing. Yep. If the stre- this, I, and I've seen this before. The stretcher can carry them off, but they can still come back in the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, I guess I feel like I, I wonder the other kid's name. Was the other kid that got hurt Sergeant? He looked yes. like he hyperextended his knee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like in both those instances, they should have just kept like writhing in pain or whatever until they were okay so that the U.S. didn't have to be a man down. Well, yeah, so there's sort of a strategy there where, like, uh, you know, obviously flopping is a big thing in soccer, right? But people will, towards the end of a game, if you're winning, you know, one nothing, 2 nothing, or whatever, and all of a sudden you're, ah, my leg cramped up, and dudes will go down and they need to get their legs stretched out. That's You know, all of that time-wasting is part of the strategy at the end of a game. So that's why there's such a, a move to, like, okay, if, as long if you're okay, then just you got to move off the field, though, now, because now we're wasting too much time. You could get carded for wasting too much time, things like that. By the way, we have an unbelievable show. There's a lot of stuff to get into in terms of the college football playoff. So we'll have Andy Staples, who's the man for college football from The Athletic, join us in about 10 minutes at 9.20 a.m. Eastern time, 10.20. How about Clint Dempsey, one of the best U.S. soccer players ever? He'll join us. 11 o'clock, got to get some Mike Florio in here because there's some interesting things going on with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And then Marcellus Wiley, the former All-Pro defensive end, joins us in his weekly spot at 11.20 a.m. Eastern time. As I think Dan likes to say, want to make sure we welcome in everybody watching on Peacock, listening on Fox Sports Radio. I know a lot of you check us out via podcast later love that please check out mine when you get a chance ross tucker football podcast it's daily it's only 30 minutes you can hit us up on twitter at dp show i'm at ross tucker nfl or go to danpatrick.com email is dp at danpatrick.com the number 877-3dp-show shout out of course to everybody on chat row so okay a lot more to get to, though, with the soccer stuff. I mean, we'll get to the college football playoff, but that goal was amazing. I mean, that was a really impressive goal. And see, he's like, he's our best player since who? Ever? Mm, I don't know. Well, maybe since Dempsey. He might be our best player since then. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's up there with like the Clint Dempsey's and and Landon Donovan's. He just has to he's played at a high level with his club team with uh, Chelsea. He's played in you know Champions League and and they won that. But now with the U.S. team with the national team, this is where he's sort of making his domestic legacy because he hasn't done this is his first World Cup too. You know. So when Dempsey comes on, should I be like, dude, Dempsey? Pulisic is so good. It's, I mean, I've never seen a U.S. guy this good. Have you? <laughs> Don't open with that. Don't open with that. So you know what's a funny sort of like subplot to this whole thing is that they're they're calling this generation of the U.S. team, they're hinting on whether it could be a golden generation or not, which is just like a bunch of really young talent that then you see stay together for two or three World Cups from now, right? They just they stay together, and theoretically it's your best chance to win. But I know that there's a lot of guys who came before this quote-unquote golden generation that are like, eh, let's pump the brakes a little bit. They're not that good, you know? And so there's a little bit of, like, legacy defending happening with the older generation, like Alexi Lawless and, you know, Clint Dempsey and, and, and those guys. Well, these guys have to prove it. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, they have to go out yeah. there and show it. 
And so they're on to the round of 16 now, which my question on that is like, how often have we, and I don't know if you guys know this off the top of your head, how many times have we made it through to the round of 16, and what's the furthest we've ever gone? They've made it a handful of times to the round of 16. They've gone to the quarterfinals, which is the next round after that. I know once or twice. Um, they just did it. Man, I forget which World Cup it was, but in you know, in the 2000s on, they've made it to the round of 16, and I know the quarterfinals at least once. So it's funny because I, I literally only watch soccer for the World Cup. And I only watch when the U.S. is playing. Like, I, I've tried to watch other countries going against each other. I'm just not interested. Like, what, what is interesting about it is it's our country, right? Like, it's our country yeah. against other countries. We want them to represent us well. And it's like the one team we can all cheer on. Like, Paulie likes the Bears. You know, Fritzy likes the Broncos. Seton likes the Patriots. We all like the U.S., but do at least you, I hope. We all like the U.S. <laughs> we can all root for them. It's awesome. Do you? Does that bother you at all, Seton, as a soccer guy, that, like, the rest of us sort of jump on the bandwagon and all of a sudden we're into it? Or do you like that, like, okay, finally, everybody else is talking about the sport that I really like? No, yeah, I think it's awesome. I love that people get, get really into it because there will be sort of a, a carryover effect, especially with this World Cup and our team being good. And now the next World Cup in four years is here in the United States. And all of these kids are going to be hitting their prime. They're going to be, you know, 27, between, say, 24 and 28 years old. Um, so that they should be really good then. Um, I think it's awesome having people. I just don't like when people are like uh, – just really critical of the game you know what i mean where it's like this is that, that don't like like that, that, that do, do the fritzy thing yeah there's the fritzy like that drives me nuts you know what i mean where it's like all right like you don't have to like the game but <sighs> so the game's just going to end abruptly like that we don't get a little two minute warning or count that we just have no idea it's just gonna it's over <laughs> it's over wait i was just gonna hey, kick it hey fritzy i was just gonna i kick will it. say in fairness to you okay i will say uh you know the whole playing with a guy down thing but like it's undetermined how long you get to have the injury on the field, but then you come off. That is strange to me. And I'll always, at least now with the injury time, they tell you seven minutes or three minutes, or yesterday it was nine minutes. Back in the day, I didn't even like, I don't remember that they would tell you how much injury time there was. But at Ross, least now you have a little bit of a better poly. Ross, you played football and you played football your whole life. So you know football like, like, better than anybody as much as they, but can you imagine like a European person watching football for the first time, American football going, okay, so they play for four seconds and then they have a 45 second meeting and then they play for another six seconds and then they have another 40 uh, second meeting. And then there's, they could just swap people in anytime. There's 10 people swapping and, you know, uh, completing the process. And it, you know, it's almost like a legal ease. You got to know to know football. Like soccer is so much more basic in compared to that. Even, even the offsides rules are basic. Well, it's why soccer is the most popular sport worldwide. Anybody can play soccer in any country, anywhere, right now, right? <laughs> like there's a net, yeah. there's you, you have a ball, you kick it. Everybody can conceptually understand. Football's way, way more complicated. By the way, um, Marvin, do me a favor and keep track of all the different phrases that we, or at least I, use to keep track of exactly where it is that um, Christian Pulisic got hit. And also, 
Can you track how many different ways I pronounce his last name? We're at three. I think I'm up to four right now. Okay. I think I've done I've done Pulisic, Pulisic, Pulisic. Like some people one, go the uh, Pulisic. Like oh, the there's a Pulisic. Yeah. So he yeah. literally it's te- he, he so it's ten minutes away from where I live is Hershey, Pennsylvania, and so as you might imagine. That even takes the World Cup stuff to like another <laughs> level, right? Oh, so yeah. we all have pride in the U.S., but then like when it's like, and now now by the way, everybody knows him. Everybody's like, oh yeah, I went to one time. I was at Starbucks yeah. and he came in. Like now everybody knows him. It's hilarious. he should just go by Christian, like like uh, Ronaldino. He should just go by Christian. Yeah, Marvin. With a uh, Pulisic, was this like a LeBron type thing where at 15 they knew he was going to be the guy out in that area, or was it just he came out of nowhere? No, no, they knew. Yeah, he he was. I mean, Seton knows this probably. How, how old? I don't know how old he is now, but like they've been talking about him for like eight years. I mean, they've been talking about him for since he was like 15, 16 at the world level. Yeah, I think at 16 he. I think at 16 he had gone over to Germany and was. That's when he started with Borussia Dortmund. And by then he had already, um, you know, like gone on trial with Chelsea and, and some other places. So by the time he was 16, he had, he was already taken off. So what's so interesting to me about that is that's common in Europe, right? Like they got, you know, they got Ronaldo when he was like 12 years old or six years old or whatever. And he started training or whatever, but that's not, we don't have sports like that in the U S like, can you imagine like you got your 14 year old kid and they're like, Hey dad, um I'm I'm evidently really good at soccer. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go peace out to Germany next evidently. week. Like, what? You gonna do what? You got a junior high game next week against against East High. Like what are you talking I'm about? Skipping high school, Dad. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's a it's a totally different model and it's really, really wild. Man, look, this is why they brought me in. We still have plenty more soccer talk to go with the world's foremost soccer expert. Ross Tucker, but we got to get into these college football rankings because I got a lot to say about these as well. The rankings right now, the four they have it right now, that's what it should be, but it might not be because of the conference championship games. We'll get into it with Andy Staples when we return 18 minutes past the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, it's Fritzy from the Dan Patrick Show. If there's anything that the Danettes and I learned from covering sports all these years, it's that as we get older, we need to take care of ourselves so that we can continue to feel and perform at our best. That's why we take M-Drive. I put that great chocolate flavor in my fruit smoothies and I love it. M-Drive uses clinically tested ingredients formulated for men to improve our energy, reduce stress, and manage our weight. All things we could use more of during this holiday season. Am I right, guys? And exclusively for our listeners, M-Drive's Black Friday sale is live. We're offering 25% off to get started with M-Drive. This is their best offer all year. It's time to start taking care of your body. Use coupon code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Everything is backed by their 60-day guarantee. That's how confident they are that mDrive will work for you. You can also find top-selling mDrive products in stores like Rite Aid and Sprouts. Don't put off investing in your health any longer. Take advantage of mDrive's best offer of the year. Start feeling more energy, strength, and drive. Get 25% off with code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Once again, get 25% off with code DAN at mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We will get back to some of the World Cup conversation a little bit later in the show because what a tale of two halves. Plus, we got Clint Dempsey, one of the best U.S. soccer players ever, joining us at 10.20 a.m. Eastern time. But the college football playoff, we need to get into. But before we get into the college football playoff, 
Evidently, one of our great listeners, <laughs> Mark in Cincinnati, had a serious groin incident in high school. I feel like we need to they, uh, you know what? If there's ever a day for people to call us up Theme at show. 8773 DP show and talk about their epic NAD incidents, we gotta get into it. What's up, Mark? Uh, so I, I was 18, senior year of high school. Um, first period, went out in a conference rival, rivalry and blocked a slap shot from about nah, probably four feet away. Um, took it right in the giblets, so you can add that one to the list. Yes. Um, and shattered my cup in about seven spots. Went, retracted my uh, right testicle up into my stomach. Went in at uh, intermission, or in between periods. Uh, sat with like 10 pounds of ice on my nuts. Um went back out, finished the game, went to the ER after the game was done uh, to make sure that nothing was ruptured or any problems. And the ER doc, bear in mind, because of my age, my parents are with me too, right? My mom and dad. And they, uh, the doctor's like, yeah, you know, I think everything's fine. You got good blood flow and nothing looks ruptured or destroyed. Um, but, you know, you're, you're going to want to probably, you know, check a few times throughout the course of the week. I'm like, Doc, I'm 18. I'm checking it more than a couple of times a week to begin with. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, just just an absolute disaster. So I know what Christian went through yesterday, uh, and happy to, happy to see the boys get a win. Wow. You know what's so interesting about that, Mark? Um, two thoughts, right? Number one, I don't know if Mark's still there or not. Was your mom, like, in there with you when they were doing the exam? Oh, that's awkward. That would not. That would not be. I'd be like, Mom, you can sit this one out. You can be out there. Just stay in the waiting room, Mom. Um, the other thing is, how do you shatter the cup and then still have that much of issues? What I mean, what would have happened if it wasn't for that? Is are are these cups like disposable? What a hero! Though. Like, are, are these cups like your car seats that they can only be used once, or like an airbag that you, they use once and it's over or something, Marvin? I think uh, Mark in Cincinnati has uh, what we call testicular fortitude. Yeah. Nice. Nice, <laughs> Marvin. Um, speaking of nice, you know what I love about the show? I know everybody likes to give him flack. I love Fritzy because the college football playoff was announced last night, at least the, the final six rankings going into next week. So who does Fritzy get for us? In my opinion, the best college football writer that's out there, huge fan of Andy Staples. He covers college football for the athletic, of course. Andy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, I know you played college football at Florida. Do you have any epic um, epic shot-to-the-nuts stories, either personally or from a teammate? Play is a relative term. I was a human tackling dummy, but I, I will say – like playing, I was an offensive lineman like you. Playing along the line, you don't get as many of those. Like you get the occasional sack tap, stuff happens in piles, but you don't get the high speed collision down there. Like that that story he just told. Like hockey players are built different. No, they definitely are. There's no question. And you're right about that. People are like amazed when I tell them football players don't wear cups. I'm like. Absolutely not. I don't know anybody yeah, that wears a it, cup. It's move. like annoying. It's it's not in a good place for you to have it. So, um, yeah, football players don't wear cups, but you're right. You would think there actually would be more more shots to the cajones. That I don't even know what a cajone is. <laughs> well, I don't even know, all I know is one time in my life I've seen 
the uh, that region referred to as the Cajones. <laughs> so I'm trying to I, rack up as many of them throughout the course of the show as I can, Andy. So I, 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 they, I, I don't know if you took Spanish at Princeton. It's, uh, the J's silent. It's, it's, it's cojones. <laughs> Uh, and so, <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. My, like my son started playing tackle football first, and my wife's like, "Well, he needs to wear a cup for this, right?" I'm like, "No, God, no!" And then he starts playing lacrosse, and she's like, "So no cup here?" I'm like, "No, no, he absolutely needs a cup for lacrosse." Wait, wait, wait! Hold on a second. So number one is cojones. <laughs> is cojones. <laughs> We've taught Ross something new today. All right, is cojones. The Spanish term for your balls? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yep. my gosh. So I kind of knew that, but I didn't know it was Spanish. And I thought you were I doing forgot. a bit. I didn't um, know if I was walking into something. <laughs> no, you know, what's, you know what? So just so everybody knows, at Princeton, where I went to school, supposedly number one school in the country or whatever, they make you take three semesters of a foreign language. <laughs> So please, I please took Spanish took French through my oh, first no. through sophomore year and still didn't remember that or know that. That's amazing. Well, one one more Princeton story for you because you tweeted out this week that that when you on on your official visit to Delaware that they played DJ Cool's "Let Me Th Clear My Throat" for three straight hours, which perfect sense, complete banger in 1996. So in my on my official visit to Princeton a year earlier, which is where I drank my first beer, by the way. They had the radio on in my host dorm room for the entire time. I heard Space Hogs in the meantime probably 27 times during my official visit. I cannot think of the Ivy League without thinking of Space Hog now. That is amazing. Uh, love it. So we got to get into the college football playoff. Andy, let's just start with this, okay? Number one, Georgia. Number two, Michigan. Number three, TCU. Number four, USC. Any issues with that? Or even I can throw in five Ohio State, six Alabama. Any issues with the currently ranked top six as it sits right now? I mean, Alabama being ahead of Tennessee, they have the same record and they played a game. And Tennessee won. And Boo Corrigan, who's the, the chair of the committee, is the NC State AD. He got asked about it last night and he's like, well, it was the way Tennessee lost to South Carolina. Like, no, 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 Boo, you got it. You got a built-in excuse here. Just say it's because Hendon Hooker's hurt. Like, say that. That'll that'll fly a lot better because you're ignoring an on-the-field result. And if you're just going to ignore the, the on-field result, why bother playing that game in the first place? Let's just simulate them. You know, when EA Sports comes out with the college football game, let's just simulate them if you're going to do that. So that part bothered me a little bit. Everything else I'm perfectly fine with. Fascinated to see what happens this weekend. I believe if you tried to do a money line parlay for TCU winning and, and USC winning, you're getting like minus 200 on that. So Vegas thinks one of those teams losing. Now, both of them are favored, but both are favored in, in very tight spreads. So something's going to happen is what Vegas is trying to tell us. Okay, so let's dive into that. Talking with Andy Staples, covers college football for the athletic here on the Dan Patrick Show. Ross Tucker filling in for Dan, who's under the weather. Got the call late last night, coming off the bench like I did a lot in the NFL. If TCU loses or if USC loses, take them mm -hmm. one at a time, please, Andy. Yep. Should Ohio State – first of all, should Ohio State jump over them? And secondly, do you think they will? 
I'm not going to get into should or I, I don't know. I mean, it, they say four best and it's the 13 people's opinion of what the four best is, is, is what's going to happen. So if USC loses to Utah, they're out. They're going to put you, they're going to put Ohio State in there. The, the bigger question is if TCU loses and, and then what happens and then USC wins because TCU would be 12 and one. It would not be a conference champion, but neither would Ohio State. I think the Big 12 probably deserves more respect than it's gotten this year because there were no off days in the Big 12. Pretty much everybody could beat everybody. Everybody was pretty good. There were no games you could sleepwalk through and win. And if you look at TCU, they've proven they can win in a multitude of ways. They can they can beat you in a shootout. They can fall behind and come back. They can beat you in a rock fight like they did against Texas. They are a, a pretty complete team at this point with a pretty complete resume. That said... If you look back at the committee's history, when they have a controversial choice between number four and number five, they always pick the team that they think would win if they played. So they say they don't look at Vegas lines, but they almost always pick the team that would be favored in Vegas. Ohio State would be favored over TCU or USC. They'd actually probably be favored over Michigan if they played again, which if you saw the game, you're wondering why the hell that would happen. But that's what that usually comes down to. It came down to it in 2014 when they were looking at Ohio State and TCU and Baylor. And guess what? They picked right because Ohio State won the national championship. It happened in 2017. They had Alabama sitting there. They had Ohio State sitting there. They picked Alabama. Guess what? Alabama won the national title. So, first of all, there's a lot of things that I have a problem with there. If that's the case, and let's just go by the Vegas spreads at the start of the year and have those four teams be I, in the college football playoff. But here's my bigger concern, Andy. Mm -hmm. Even like USC or TCU, in my mind, they shouldn't be penalized by playing in a conference championship game while Ohio State just sits there. That, to me, seems unfair. Like on some it's, level, It's almost as if they should change the system. Oh, wait, they already voted to do that. So that's why they're that's one of the reasons why they're changing it. The the new system, the 12 team playoff that's coming in, the, the the conference championship game can actually help you and probably won't knock you out of the playoff. It might knock you into a road game or it might knock you out of a bye, but it's it's going to be a situation where you're not going to be completely just shut out of the thing if you lose a game that you didn't somebody texted me last week and said, why, why doesn't USC just sit this one out? And I was like, well, because I don't think USC is going to write the check for the broadcast rights fee to the Pac-12 championship game that's not going to be broadcast. And the Pac-12 is not going to do any favors to USC, which is leaving for the Big Ten. So, you know, that that's not going to happen. But your point is valid, and that is why, or one of the reasons why, that they are making these changes. So what is going on there with like the Rose Bowl and the college football playoff expansion? Because I said I saw something came through recently where the Rose Bowl finally like signed off on it or something. Well, they're waiting on the Rose Bowl to to figure out what they want to do. That they, they, they want to start this thing in 2024. They can start it in 2026 because that's when the TV contract runs out. They can do whatever they want at that point, and their contracts with the Bulls will be expired. So they can format it however they want, set it up however. They're... But if they want to do it early. They got to get all the bowls that are involved now on board. And so the Rose Bowl wants to start at 2 p.m. Pacific time on January 1st. My my thing to this, and, and I would just tell the Rose, if I were the people in charge, and, and neither side would actually do this, 
But I would go to the Rose Bowl and say, you can be the national championship game every year. If you don't like that, have a monster truck rally for all we care. There are lots of stadiums. Andy, really appreciate the time. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You got to check out Andy, all the great work he does for The Athletic. Obviously, follow him on social media as well, at Andy Staples. And Andy, like me, really likes food and tweeting about food and talking about food. So he's a great follow. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Andy. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Ross. There he is, Andy Staples. So I still have other issues, guys, that we need to discuss about this. And one of them has to do directly with the Big Ten and their quote-unquote championship game. I'll explain when we return. 37 minutes past the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Justin McKinney, Des making a big run. It's meant for him. Des is snuck in behind. Des in the middle. Pulisic scores. Might have paid the price, but the U.S. takes the lead. It's Captain America to the rescue for the United States, and he runs right into the goalkeeper at the end of this, but lays it all on the line for his team and for his country, and gets his moment. That was, of course, Christian Pulisic. I don't know. I'm still not getting it right. <laughs> Christian Pulisic, I, that's going to be one that I just can't do. At least I'm better on cojones now. As he scored a goal for the U.S. as they defeat Iran and advance to the round of 16 in the World Cup, they play the Netherlands on Saturday. Uh, Pulisic has said that his nether region will be fine by then, and he will be able to play. Uh, U.S. advances to face Group A winner Netherlands as they attempt to advance the quarterfinals for the first time since 2002, courtesy of the Fox Sports Television broadcast. 20 years it's been since the U.S. has made it to the quarterfinals. I got a bunch of questions on that, just how good Netherlands is, our chance, the format for the next game as we move on. But I do need to get some poll options from my guy Seton first. Seton, what do you have? I think we're going to go with this one because it's just so relevant. Um, Would you rather score the game-winning goal but get hit in the nuts so bad that you get sent to the hospital? Mm. Or you could get the assist with no testicular trauma. Which would you rather? You get the game-winning goal, but you're knocked out of the game because you just got pummeled. Or you could get the assist. That assist by Serginho Dest was a gorgeous play. That was a great ball that he handed right into the box there. That was perfect. Not all the same glory as the goal, but... Hey, Seton. You know the guy you just said that had the great pass? <laughs> Never heard of him. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> and you, you go. It's like, it's, like, it's like the guy that gets the silver medal, right? It's like, yeah. He, he doesn't get any of the commercials, doesn't get anything. You absolutely – don't you have that poster up in your in your bedroom when you were 10 years old? It's like, 
Pain is temporary. <laughs> Glory is forever, bro. I mean, that is, it only just adds to the story. His nuts feel fine now. He's fine. It hurt for a while. It was a bad one, uh, but he feels fine. And honestly, it just adds to the legacy. I mean, when he's doing signing autographs in central Pennsylvania 30 years ago, I'm like, dude, I remember when you scored that goal against Iran and you got need in the nads. That was brutal, bro. Like, it just adds to the legacy. Yes, Paul. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's worth the, the payoff. It's worth the trade-off. Like, if, if Neil Armstrong got hit in the nuts right before he landed on the moon and Buzz Aldrin is sitting there going, man, my nuts are fine, but I'm, I'm the second man on the moon. You want to be the first guy on the moon even if you take the nut shot. Didn't happen There's up there. no question. It, it really just adds to his legacy. They're calling him Captain America. It adds to his legacy. Okay, so yeah, I don't think... Now, listen, I think we all know. Has Have all four of you guys... Is it fair to say every man has at some point taken a shot to their scrotum and had intense pain as a result? Yeah, I mean, either a grazing shot, an accidental shot goofing around, playing sports... Uh, a direct shot by someone kidding around. Yeah, everyone's gotten it to some level. But not, not well, like I, Marvin, correct, right? You have at some point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't feel good. I have, but my worst one was I was playing Nerf football with my friends as a kid in the playground by my apartment building, and the ball went over the fence, and I don't have any climbing abilities, but which I learned the hard way, and I climbed over the small fence, and my jeans in the crotch area got stuck at the sharp top of the uh, wire <laughs> fence, and I was hanging upside down. It's snowing. It's cold. Finally, a half hour later, some nice couple came by in a car, and the guy came out and unhooked me, but I was basically <laughs> hanging upside down with this wire thing stuck right in the groin area. Because I that is amazing. So that reminds me, when I was a sophomore on the high school basketball team, we had a senior, probably our best player. His name was Brian Lubitz. Shout out Brian Lubitz. I'm telling you, once every other practice, he would take a shot <laughs> to, to the nuts to the point where our coach, shout out Scott King, Coach King, said to him one time, how big are your balls? <laughs> it was like every practice. He's like, how big are these things that every practice you're doubled over in pain because at some point you get hit in them? Man, that's wild. All right. Here's my issue, though, with the college football playoff and, and in particular the Big Ten. So, you know, Paul, you love the Big Ten. You grew up in Chicago. Sure. I grew up in, in Pennsylvania. Penn State season tickets, the whole deal. Now, maybe Michigan should be in regardless, okay? And I think there's a strong argument for that. But TCU has to play a good Kansas State team. I mean, what's Kansas State ranked? Like 11th? Yeah. And then USC has to play a pretty darn good Utah team who they already lost to, who's ranked, no, Kansas State's 10, Utah's 11. Meanwhile, Michigan plays Purdue, who's not even in the top 25. And this happens every year, Paul. Yeah. Like, the, the, the Big Ten needs to fix this because the annual Ohio State-Northwestern game or Michigan Purdue, like Penn State is third in the Big Ten East. They would win the Big Ten West easily. Well, I think Penn State ranked right. eighth right now. They're ten and two. Their only losses 
are Ohio State and Michigan, they would have won the Big Ten West going away. And then, by the way, it would be a much more entertaining game Saturday night to have a big, you know, Big Ten championship game, and it would actually be a threat for Michigan. Yeah, it's, it's a- not equitable for the college football playoff that TCU has to beat number ten K State, USC has to beat number eleven, you know, Utah. And Michigan has to beat Purdue. Yeah, Michigan. And they might not even have to beat them. Michigan and the Big Ten have a tough setup because they don't want to. They can't put Michigan and Ohio State in the same side of the conference because then they play two weeks in a row almost every year. It'd be Michigan versus Ohio State in their regular game, and then the Big Ten title game a week later would be Michigan Ohio State again, which sounds cool, but wouldn't be cool, you know? Like so, it, it, it's very top. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> wouldn't you rather see that than Michigan Purdue? Yeah, but this is just a down year for that other side of that other half of the Big Ten. It's 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 cyclical, you know. But Michigan has done nothing to not be in. They smoked Ohio State at home. I mean, they ran all the, over the other side. But the other side of the Big Ten has been down for a long time now. Now maybe Matt Rule at Nebraska, Luke Fickle at Wisconsin. Maybe they can get those programs back to being. You know, like top twenty. Oh, but, but again, you always talk. Programs. You always talk about the odds. Michigan's a sixteen and a half point favorite against Purdue, and everyone's Purdue is nothing special. LSU, as much as people think they're great, they're a seventeen and a half point dog to Georgia. So those games, according to Vegas, are equal in the competitive angle. Not right, a, but we all agree. Yeah. Even if Georgia and Michigan somehow lose, they're still in. Yeah, but you know what? The committee would really, really love. Utah is only a three-point dog to USC. Let's say somehow no, you know, USC loses this game. Uh, let's say TCU also loses to Kansas State. They would bump Ohio State up, and they'd bump Alabama up, and your playoffs would be Georgia-Bama for the one semifinal, Ohio State-Michigan for the other semifinal, which would be uh, whatever bigger than a home run is a grand slam. Hold on a second. If Alabama with two losses is ahead of TCU, whose only loss is a conference championship game that Alabama didn't play in, right. I would riot. You They're not going to allow that to happen. I would bet you a week's pay that if TCU loses, they're out. In, I mean, if it's overtime, double overtime, a, a razor blade, maybe. But if TCU loses by seven to Kansas State in a neutral site, they're out. You think TCU is out regardless? TCU was tenuous whilst undefeated. It's not. This is not an opinion on their program. They've been good for. Did 20 you just years. drop a Wilst? Yeah, I dropped a Wilst on you. That is it, Wilst or Wild? We're having a lot, we're yeah. having a lot of pronunciation issues it, today. It's a, the English version of Wild is Wilst. Wilst. I think it's Wilst, and I'm confused as to why you just <laughs> you just dropped the English version. International, so World Cup, you know, Marvin. To go back to this uh, Purdue disrespect, what if Dees was healthy all year? I don't know. I mean, they're still not good. They're, but, they're, but still not that. Michigan's going to run them over. But you know how good Dees is? He's good. Dees nuts? <laughs> he was setting you up for like two minutes. I was setting you up. <laughs> like, that's not the quarterback. I was like, man, I'm looking for Dees who? Yeah, Dees who? Seaton, what do you got? <laughs> I was going to say, while I'm no uh, linguistics expert, I don't know that I've ever heard the word Wilst before. No, you just read it. You just read it like Shakespeare or something. Like, Jones. You've just seen it in print. You've never seen some. You know what we would call you, Paulie, for that? Where I'm from, Reading, Pennsylvania, you would be a poser now for the rest of your life I'll for trying it. to drop a Wilst in there.
One hour down, two to go. Cannot wait. We got a couple guests next hour, and we got to get back into Paul the Paul Paps here from the Dan Patrick Show. This holiday, you can give the gift of Masterclass and get a second membership for yourself for free. Everyone knows Masterclass, been around forever, but you got to get it. Masterclass, you get unlimited access to online classes from the world's best, anytime, anywhere, at your own pace. There are thousands of lessons, 180 world-class instructors. Now you can get a creative on-demand friend that helps you uh, make a film. How about like James Cameron? Yeah, not like your buddy down the street, James Cameron. How about you want to learn about uh, how to run a business, maybe from Richard Branson? Okay, uh, let's see. You want to take lessons on how to cook from uh, your buddy Tim or Gordon Ramsay? Okay, I think I know you're going to go to Masterclass. These cinematic on-demand videos are short enough to fit in your everyday life. You can learn about everything, Sports, cooking, travel, food, whatever you want. Watch from your phone, your tablet, your living room, or just go on the go with the audio mode. This year, give someone what they've always wanted to do with a Masterclass membership and get a second one for yourself free. Go to masterclass.com slash Patrick today. That's masterclass.com slash Patrick. Limited time only. Terms apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.